What about weird foods? Foods he never had or thought you'd taste before. A sushi chef to show me how to eat sushi. It's a weird food I never had before. Huh? How come it's tastes like fish? What are you trying to feed me? What do I look like? A kitty cat? Fish is for cats. Well, that's not very interesting. Hello, testing. Check one, two, three, four. Caleb Stevenson. Because this virus essentially was invented. Abs and a six pack. Yeah, maybe Michelle Obama like might be a man. I don't know. Uh, smoking weed, drinking vodka. Would a bad set of boobs on a nice girl be fine, or would a bad set of butt on a nice girl be, be fine? I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. Sunshine, you know so much about food. Would you come to the studio for to do an interview about food for my show for the viewer? Sure. Check, please. Check, please. It's abs and a six-pack. Today we're going to be talking about um, weird foods. And we're joined by ASC Riley and Bert. Hello, hello. Sure. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's not a topic that I have any familiarity with, and it's something way out of my wheelhouse, so... I'm hoping you guys will take the reins and I'll just eat, keep snacking while you do that. Yeah, so initially in looking for a weird food to talk about, I jumped to weird foods that are visually odd looking, such as haggis or gooey duck, which is a soft shell clam. And I realized that this is a podcast and talking about a soft shell clam or haggis, I can. it's not useful without the visuals. What are you eating, if I might ask? Um, these are Cheeto onion rings, onion rings that have been dipped in Cheetos, and I'm not actually eating anything. I just pulled clips from an ASMR food eating video on YouTube, and then every time I sound, and then every time I stop talking, I resume to make you guys think that I'm eating. Is there any point at which you are actually eating in between this, or is it all a lie? It's all a lie. It's all a lie. Oh, well, I feel I came out to have a good time tonight on the Abs in the Six Pack podcast. I'm already lied to, but I'm still (laughs) really enjoying myself. Uh, I'm getting a face. If if you didn't like the Cheeto onion rings, I can just do the pickle one. Oh, these are really Uh, good pickles. There's great pickles. A little crunchy. Uh, up until recently, pickles had always seemed like an odd food to me because I, it's just so much salt at once. Um, a friend of mine, oh, ah. <sighs> a friend of mine talks about why he won't eat cucumbers because they turn into pickles or he won't eat pickles because they were cucumbers at one point. Um, and I heard the cucumber. I enjoy cucumbers. They're a very soft, refreshing flavor, but pickles, they're just very salty initially, unless you get some uh, salt and butter pickles. Um, oh, I'm addicted to moonshine pickles. So it's basically a jar of moonshine, and you have pickles soaking in there for a while, and then you eat a pickle, and you get drunk as shit from eating a pickle, or like two or three pickles, and then you get a buzz, 
and then the rest of the moonshine tastes like pickle juice and you drink that and you're just all kinds of fucked up. The my favorite alcohol infused food is traditional maraschino cherries in which uh, they're made in Italy and it's uh, they're regular cherries. They're much darker than the ones you might find in the store and they are soaked in liqueur, which is maraschino, I believe. Uh, I'm not Italian, so I don't actually know the name of it. But... Maraschino. Maraschino, yes. Um, and they taste exactly just like hard liquor cherries, as it should be, which I've never had moonshine cherries, but I imagine they're similar. I just drink alcohol. Just right out moonshine cherries pretty good, too. I, I've also never eaten food. Like, on stream or otherwise, I've never eaten before. I just inject protein. So that's what you guys should do. Yeah, I mean, in the future, like, post-apocalypse, which will probably happen in the next couple of years, we'll all be eating protein pills. Oh, ideally, we'll all be hunting for our own food and eating no, the deer. It's going to be blocks of bug protein. Uh, my dad Why do you think is, CNN uh, and, and uh, you know, like, New York Times and BuzzFeed and every publication for the last three years has been preparing us with articles like scientists created milk from cockroaches and it actually tastes really good or like science says that eating like bread made out of bugs is actually healthier science is a liar sometimes, sometimes according to always sunny in philadelphia so i'm gonna improve the energy of that isaac newton discovered gravity but he died drinking mercury like a bitch, proving that science is wrong sometimes. Uh, like eating regular seafood, in general, you just have to be careful about how much mercury you're eating. You can eat a little bit of mercury. I mean, it's in tuna regularly. Um, I hear it's in retrograde. <laughs> what are you, an astrological witch or something? <laughs> But uh, I was raised by a restaurant manager in Los Angeles. He always worked for kind of odd restaurants, initially a country club called The Bridges, which was less about the food and more about the going golfing with it. Um, but the best food I've ever had was at a place called Melisse, which has the secret to mashed potatoes. And all that really is, is to use equal parts butter and potato, and then a shit ton of fried garlic. And they'll taste amazing. Um, What's the, uh, I gotta stop eating these pickles for a second. Um, what's, what's, what's the best, well, I guess, I guess this isn't a good question because we're talking about weird food, not best food, but like, fuck it. What's the best food with garlic as a base seasoning? Um, I would say probably aglio olio, which is, it's an Italian white pizza, which is, um, it's a regular crust with a base of garlic and olive oil as a sauce and uh, parsley and um, probably, yeah, parsley, uh, oregano, and then just mozzarella cheese. And all it really is is the white garlic pizza. Um, it's the best of Italian food. However, the weirdest of Italian pizzas I've had, uh, it was at Osteria Mozza, that's the name of the place, was uh, squid pizza. Um, it Ooh. was little... Yeah, it, I and it was formed in the shape of calamari, so it was fine, but it was still weird to have that texture on a pizza. Um. See, <clears throat> oh, I forgot I can't talk with my mouthful. I'm my thing with um, 
I don't know. Well, I, I calamari is okay if it's fried. I like that. Uh, the best seafood I've had was swordfish in Washington D.C. because I wasn't paying the bill, and so I had like this five star restaurant swordfish, and that was like better than a raw juicy steak. It was really good. But one yeah. thing I was trying to do for this episode, I was like, because I kept thinking of all these great weird food clips. But it was like, this is an audio-only podcast, so it just seems silly to pull audio of clips of Chinese girls eating live cockroaches and live millipedes. And like that classic clip where that uh, Asian girl like is trying to eat an octopus while it's still alive and it suctions to her face and she can't get it off and she starts crying. Amazing. It's good content, but never... it doesn't work on an audio-only podcast. Right. I. Uh, that's why I only ended up pulling one clip. I pulled one clip because I was looking for what people consider the weirdest foods in America. And instead, the top ten list started with my clip. If you want to play my clip, now's as good a time as any. This uh, is what the is, list is that the, started uh, with. Burger Riley sauce? Clip. Yeah, maybe it says burger sauce. It's burger sauce! <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Okay. It just says uh, my name. It's labeled fry That's sauce. That's not I in believe. the oh. fry sauce. That might be it. Is it? Gourmet fry sauce premium dipping sauce. Fries don't need sauce necessarily. Is it like burger sauce? Let me hear that again. Okay. Dipping sauce. Fry sauce premium dipping sauce. Fries don't need sauce necessarily. Is it like burger sauce? It sounded like she said burger sores. Like a herpes. Yeah, it did. Well, it's like British people or whatever trying American foods. And apparently one of the craziest American foods is fry sauce. <laughs> and with the mundanity of that, I just stopped watching I don't even know what video. that is. What's fry sauce? Fry sauce? Are you being for real? It's just like mayo and ketchup, right? Uh, it's mayo and ketchup sometimes oh, with a little bit okay, of mustard. Okay, yeah, I do know what that, yeah. For oh, some reason, I, I was... thought this is like a common thing. I thought everybody knew what fry sauce was. Weird. Well, I'm from Tennessee, buddy, so we don't know. We don't. We don't have any of that faggy ass sauce around here, man. Around here, it's all hot sauce and fucking a one, baby. No, it's okay, bro. Growing up in California, pretty much the only condiment there was was ranch and Thousand Island, which is fry sauce. But we have to choose a name for everything to make it sound different. Well, no, those are ranch and those are salad dressings. They're not fry sauces. Thousand Island is just fry sauce under a different name. It's uh, it's also just mayonnaise, ketchup, and sometimes a little bit of mustard. Food is stupid. Food is just taking the smallest things and making them into a big thing that either tastes good, looks good, or is uh, nasally appealing, will you say? Smells good. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Well, we, we all know what Joey Diaz said about ranch dressing. I am not aware of what Joey Diaz said. Going off yesterday, I was saying how Joey Diaz will get mad about ketchup. Because <laughs> he wants to come up with this fucking Heinz ketchup. Or ranch. Have you ever heard him talk about ranch? Oh, oh yeah, I fucking hate ranch. I don't know how the fuck people can eat that shit. I don't know how people can eat ranch. Like, when I go to a place and I say, oh, you have wings. And they say it comes with ranch. I get up and leave, even if I don't get the wings. Because if you're going to serve wings with ranch, I don't want to do business with you. <laughs> I don't want to do business with you. 
I'm very easy. I'm very fucking easy. So wings, if you fuck up pork fried rice, what do we got to talk about? Wings must be done with blue cheese. Blue cheese, yeah, like the way they invented in Buffalo, New York. If you're gonna do something original, <laughs> do it original. You're gonna show up with that ranch that smells like somebody's ass. You ever smell They're saying that ranch? ranch is starting to replace ketchup. Yeah, that's good. If you're ways. a fucking hillbilly and you want to taste the ass in your mouth all fucking day, <laughs> I hate that fucking ranch shit. Don't put it close to me. Don't put it around me. It's either blue cheese with wings or go fuck your mother. Go fuck your mother. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, very often I find that the reason people have an issue with ranch is because they'll throw, like, Nature Valley or just a <laughs> bottled ranch into a cup and call it their ranch. Uh, I'm not a staunch defender of ranch, but if I had to be, the best way to do it is to make it yourself in-house, like all things. Um... Everyone bags on Facebook mothers for wanting to make bread in this pandemic, and very realistically, we all just want to make bread. We all would just like to have our own sandwich breads. Um, but weird foods. I was eating jalapenos uh, during the break. <laughs> I I have a big I don't know like I don't have a big problem with ranch. I don't have a big problem with blue cheese. Like we made. When I was working at a restaurant, we made everything from scratch, all the food, and we, including our dressings. And the blue cheese, the pimento cheese, the ranch, it was all, you know, made from scratch in-house. And it was good. But there's bad ranch, there's bad blue cheese dressing. Is that fair? Is that a fair assessment? That is a fair assessment. I'm sorry, I'm a very small brain, and I'm just having... The worst time over here, taking too many sips of beer, drinking a little too much water, thinking oh, big hey, brain. Uh, Y'all talk amongst yourselves. I got to grab another beer, and I will be right back. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. All right. Um... That brings us to the most important part of every episode of Abs in a Six-Pack, because the six-pack. So, uh... We have a six-pack. We have a nice. six-pack each of Heineken. What are you Heineken. drinking? I have just popped open my sixth... Mango Kush 420 Sweetwater IPA. I believe it is 5.5% alcohol by volume, if I'm not mistaken. Does it have THC as well? No. I wish. It... We're in Tennessee, though. It smells like weed. Oh, I tastes see. like mangoes. Very... Whew, the things they can do at microbreweries nowadays is astounding. When we got here, uh, we went to a bar in D.C., and there was uh, some haze switching out New England uh, IPA, and it tasted just like mangoes. Um, it, uh, mangoes... I don't know. Yeah, IPAs I always struggle with because they're supposed to be sippable. I can't drink light beer anymore unless it's like a high quality light beer. Like most of my friends drink Natty Light, and to me it tastes like water. So I'm an IPA man, or like a, or or like a an amber beer, like any anything that's like a above five. Like I, really, I like like eight percent, nine percent alcohol by volume because then I can drink one beer and get twice as buzzed. But I tend to uh, I tend to just stick to drinking straight liquors. Uh, I got some Reka, as as I can get. Iceland's uh, Iceland's finest Reka vodka. 
in the freezer. I haven't oh, tried nice. it yet. I haven't busted it open yet. I might maybe if, depending on how tonight goes, I might pop it open. This is my last beer, so we'll see what happens. I see. Yo, Bird, you better catch up. You got to drink like three more beers real quick. Uh, I guess I got to be drinking chug, three more beers chug, real quick. Chug, chug, chug. You got to drink a whole six pack before the podcast is up. Yeah, that's it's in the name. <sighs> One. But down. my two co-hosts aren't here. They've been gone all day too, so it's a weird dynamic. In the last. That's week okay. Or so. If there were. If there were more people, Bird wouldn't know when to talk. Can I give you he a cookie? Just be sitting there holding the microphone. Can I give you a cookie? Oh, I mean, most cookie. Oh, I would love a cookie. Cookies are amazing. Ooh. Yeah. Om nom nom. <laughs> Do you remember that when Alex Jones had like six llamas walking around his studio? No, it's I like don't. People never. Uh, Alex. It was like on the Infowars set, and Alex is like. People never paid attention when I talked about George Soros trying to crash the pound or the Federal Reserve or the CIA using cell towers to implement mind control. But now that I have llamas, I have the secret weapon. And he's like feeding llamas cookies and he's like, we don't feed our llamas fluoride. It's all shit. It's crazy. You can take ducks from ponds. I know that I saw a picture of Alex Jones and there was text on it that was probably not really what he said, but it said uh the, the ducks are free at the park. They don't want you to know this. There's fifty ducks. The ducks at the park are free. There's no limit on how many ducks you can take. You can I have five. That's not how you open ducks. a can of pickles. Uh All right, so uh, you still got some more clips. Do you want me to go through some of mine, or you want to get back to yours? We, we got a, we got so many different routes and avenues. Oh crap! I'm talking with my mouth full of pickles. Let me pause that. Um, we got so many different routes and avenues we can take with the, um, the, the think, weird uh, food angle. Let's have Bird lead us through his weird foods while you eat pickles, because I'm really loving right. this. Let's do it. Uh. My weird foods after that. There is uh, this man who runs a very regular top 10 channel. He's just an Australian, but he has something to say about rice, and the clip is just labeled rice. I love the, the catchphrase, which is fries so, wanted. Really shocking wants to be it. Wait. Going viral right Wait a minute. Fries, Sounds like two people are talking at once. Ketchup wants to be it. Hang on. <laughs> what is this? Is this the right clip? I love the, the catchphrase, which is so, fries wanted. Really shocking news story, which is going viral right now. So we all know that China is the world's largest distributor of rice, and there's factories in China that are making rice. Wait, now, factory? What rice can be made in factories? So what he goes on to explain is that in China there are factories that make rice by pack, uh, making teeny tiny rice grains out of plastic bags, essentially, and putting in the protein of rice, and that uh, then they bag it and sell it. <laughs> They bag it and sell it to everywhere in the world that would eat rice, which is most countries. But the toll of eating two bowls of that rice is ending up being eating an entire plastic bag. Okay, so if I'm understanding this right, rice is not an economically sound crop. No, the only economically sound crop is air and water. As long as there's no fluoride in the water. <laughs> Do you think air is a crop? What the fuck are you talking True. about? Air is a True. crop? I like this guy. I can't. Air is not a crop. Are you saying air is not a crop? Well, how dare you? You never heard of crop dusting about? when you fart in the air? 
Crop. What do you think they call it? Crop ghosting. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. All right, what's your next clip, Bird? What's uh? What's your next clip? The next clip I have is how I am like fry sauce. Is because everyone wants to be fry sauce. It was the one that was playing over the rice clip, but I may have messed up and overexported them. I, de I definitely played the rice clip, and there was like two. It sounded like two clips at once. Uh, ah, well then. Let but me this see. is the fry sauce one we already did, right? That is the one Gourmet we already Gourmet fry sauce, premium dipping sauce. Fries don't need sauce necessarily. Is it like burger sauce? Is it like burger sauce? Okay, so it leads right into burger it, right? Sauce. So yeah. yeah. Fries don't need sauce necessarily. Is it like burger sauce? Burger sores. Burger sores are what happens when you eat too many burgers and you start getting sores all over your arms, legs, and chest. Surprise. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little um, drunk. So, so fry sauce no, leads into burger sauce. No, I'm not drunk enough sauce. for this. <laughs> so fry sauce leads into burger sauce, I'm assuming. Now we got the burger fry sauce. Fry sauce. Fry sauce. Fry sauce. Burger sauce. Fryanosaurus rex. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm just in a really dark place right now. For some reason, I can't withdraw myself Can out from the throes of Can I give you a cookie? despair. It's just here. I w cookies would cookies don't do jack shit. Cookies do nothing. <laughs> the only thing that does things is making jambalaya for my friends. Way down south, they got a jambalaya. Way down south, uh, jambalaya is a new thing to me. There's what do you? Uh, uh, I've very recently acquired the ingredients to make it. The recipe I was reading said that the only thing you really need is fry sauce. Fear itself. Fry sauce. Fear itself. All right, so fry sauce again. Fry sauce. Gourmet fry sauce, premium dipping sauce. Fries don't need sauce necessarily. Is it like burger sauce? Burger sauce. All right, so that brings us to burger, burger sauce. sauce. It's burger sauce. Burger sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Can I save this clip for my own use? Yeah, that's great. She says it's. She somehow <laughs> says it's stupider than the first one. British people are sauce. not even. British people are not even human. British people aren't real. They ruined my favorite baking show recently. British Dude, people. My wife has been watching the Great British Bake Off. That's the exact show I'm talking about. And I want to shoot someone. I want to shoot someone. And then, like after that show ended, she was like. Now I'm watching the great British pottery off or something. And there's some show on HBO where a bunch of British people make like pottery. It's horrible. And you can't even the eat Brits pottery. The only thing you can do worthwhile with pottery is throw it on the ground or, you know, at other people. It, it, they only exist to be broken. You can look at them, you can fix them with nice gold, but ultimately pottery exists to be broken. It is just there uh, to be knocked fry, over. <laughs> burger sores. Burger Dumble. sores. <laughs> Dumble sores, Harry Pottery. Tubby wants to be a free elf. <laughs> uh, you know, this is a totally off-topic aside, but I I almost got into a physical... Well, I okay, you that's got an it. exaggeration. People got really mad at me when I saw the Deathly Hollows in theaters and laughed my ass off, like, out loud when Dobby died in the movie? Uh, it's the funniest scene 
in cinema history. <laughs> really, the only thing worth capitalizing off of is the pain of the people around you. There's nothing else. And the only way you can truly express your love through cooking is to make it as spicy as possible. <laughs> Throw in three jalapenos, five serrano peppers, and a habanero. Five burger sauce! <sighs> Burgers. <laughs> burger the name source of the episode Rick. is Burger Source. Burger Source Rick. Yeah, Burger Source. Uh, dude, British people are so ridiculous. I'm glad you guys aren't British. I've I've had British <laughs> people on as British. guests, and I like them, but you know, I'll leave it at that. You wouldn't trust them with your children, like to babysit. Like British people, never. They lost a whole country once. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we beat them in a war for a reason. Okay, uh, so so we've we've done rice, fry sauce, and I burger sauce. Burger sauce. So we got uh, we got juice, juice, or Elvis uh, sandwich, juice. Uh, juice. Uh, I can't recall what it's about. We but... have fruit juices, so we all know that fruit juices can come in a lot of different flavors, and some of these can be quite exotic, and others not so much. Uh, Are the I only people that be... have cooking shows? British? No, actually, I'll be having a cooking show very soon. It's going to be called What You Cooking, and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can catch me cooking. But. Is that a fucking ad? Well, I'll watch no. it because so you like, I'm just excited yet? to have somebody who's not British do it. Oh my god. That, that should be your gimmick. Hey, I'm not British, but I am cooking. <laughs> I am not fucking Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> well, we don't do it in a British accent or to defeat the purpose. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna hear this uh, one more time, just to, in case I miss it. fruit juices. So we all know that fruit juices can come in a lot of different flavors, and some of these can be quite exotic, and others not so much. What are the ones that aren't so much? Like I know what exotic aren't juices so much are. Exotic. Well, yeah. the the most common juice is apple, and very common. The the big companies, big juice, if you will, big juice will <laughs> dilute their good juices, such as mango or blackberry, which is seem big, big juice. Big is juice? that like George Soros? No, 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 no. I would never say oh, that. J juice. J U I C E, not J E W S. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, no, no. I I I love Israel. I love Israel. It's it's a good good good, good place. But really. The, no, hang on. Now we, uh, I gotta correct my mistake real quick. I love juice. All right, sorry. Go ahead. As a small-headed individual myself, I appreciate <laughs> the recognition. Though, back to juice. Big Juice just wants you to be drinking apple juice all the time because they'll tell you that apples are the only way to drink. I fucking, I'm gonna. Are you are you fairly are you fairly high? I feel like you might be a little high. I'm a little high. Cool. I'm a little drunk. But nice. this is so funny! Holy shit! <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything I'm doing right now. Sorry, what's the, what's the next clip? The next the next clip. Uh, <laughs> Juice, uh, the Elvis sandwich. Ooh. What? The Elvis Holy sandwich. Shit. Give me the a Elvis sandwich. Now the Elvis sandwich. We all know what that is. It's peanut butter, jelly, bacon, and white bread. I had now, no idea. Most... I've never heard of this. Ah, well, you see, 
The king popularized it after realizing <laughs> that he could remain attractive and young like a soldier, though he wanted to just eat what he wanted all the time. And as a result of that... Uh, How'd that work out for him? Uh, he died on the toilet of cholesterol poisoning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we all miss him for it. Or he didn't die. He's still kicking around there, if I'm to believe the tabloids. Though, uh, these people seem so astounded by the combination of banana, peanut butter, and jelly. And all it is, is a sandwich. It's banana, bacon, peanut butter, and jelly? I'm sorry, yes. Banana, bacon, peanut butter, and jelly. I didn't. I had no idea about any of this, but this sounds like something I should try. It's a wonderful sandwich. I've made it many times myself. It's what I eat three times a day. Uh, for a long time, I was focusing on just eating meat, a la the Jordan Peterson diet. Uh, but like Joe Rogan says, that that is not a sustainable way to live. And you have to eat yeah, other Yeah, look what happened to Jordan Peterson. He fucking lost his shit. He was addicted to benzos. He almost died, and he, we, nobody's heard from him since. See, I'm addicted to benzos, about to die, and nobody's heard from me since, but here I am on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. The Elvis sandwich. This is very exciting. I really love, like, banana and peanut butter and bacon, but the thought of them together is a little strange. <laughs> what? Eh, that's a pretty weird food. What's your weirdest food? Me or bird? You, not bird. I would never. I would never ask him a question. I don't talk to him. I like birds. So far, I'm having a good time with this guy and you. Yeah, this is a blast. Well, I do have a clip about the science of digestion and how digestion works in relation to the human body. If you want to hear that. Do you want to put Bird on the spot and try to have him define it first? Sure. Hey, Bird, how does digestion work? Well, you see, you eat food, it goes into your lower intestine, and then it comes out of your body in sweat. Yeah, but why? What do you mean, why? Yeah, like, where does all the food go? The food goes into your sweat, and it is exuded out of your body. No, food's not water. <laughs> food's not water. Food's not water. Well, you see, like Kim Jong-un, I'm a man who does not shit. Kim Jong-un! Okay. Are you different? Jong-un? No. You don't shit either, is that what you're telling me? No, I don't eat food. You're correct. You don't eat food. Right, I don't eat food. Remember my bit from earlier? <laughs> don't don't eat food. What now? What now? I don't remember anything, ever. Alright, let's moving on. Well, uh, as far Digestion. as like can you can you give me a speech again now that um you're talking about not pooping or anything? Just uh not pooping like, is the most American thing poop. you can do. I will never poop. No one will ever catch me poop. The only thing I need to do is sweat, bleed, and cry like a man. <laughs> As an American man, the only thing I really need is a beautiful Wait, no, this woman. Is, this is the North Korean national anthem, so you have to be like, as a North Korean man... As a North Korean man, the only <laughs> thing I need is the breath in my lungs and the belief of my countrymen. There is no other thing that satisfies me more than my dear leader recognizing me for doing my best at running a convenience store. <laughs> I have so much food, I love to eat the food. It tastes great, and I don't only eat air all of the time. Water tastes good too, and I am not of food or water. 
I won't make I will there's not... two more minutes of that anthem. I won't make you do that for two more minutes. I would feel bad after a while. That was good. That was uh, like that was funny. I like that. How do I arrange a podcast where I it's just me trying to get this guy to do stuff like that? That's so funny. Wait, what, what were we talking about before North Korea? Uh, before North Korea, I believe we were talking about how the digestion system works. And that's right. How, okay, yes. Fill me in yeah. on the digestive system, and because then I will play my totally scientific clip about how the human digestive tract operates. Well, you see, my digestive tract is much different than any humans. I'm a bird, so I only eat eggs. Wait, wait, birds? Wait, how does that work? Birds what? eat eggs? Only eggs and nothing Isn't else. That cannibalism? That's, that's fucked. Yeah. I thought they eat worms and shit. You only eat bugs. What do you mean you only eat eggs? Well, bugs are a really quick, easy way to get some protein, but the real protein lies in the eggs. <laughs> okay uh well let me play my clip of how the the science behind the the human digestive system run with me on this if you eat food you crap out your butt right yeah all right now keep with me here it gets a little complicated if you eat food and crap out your butt then maybe if you stuck food in your butt you would crap out your mouth Food goes in the mouth, comes out the butt. Food goes in the butt, comes out the mouth. And that episode proved that if you stick food in your mouth, I mean, <laughs> shit, fuck, I'm drunk. If you stick food up your ass, it'll you'll crap out your mouth. My next move is to immediately make a rotisserie chicken stuffed with beautiful potatoes, carrots, and onions, and immediately <laughs> shoving it up my ass so that <laughs> my body can truly digest how it's meant to. You know, um, no kayfabe, like, no bullshit. Apparently, if you stick, like, LSD or DMT up your ass, it kicks in way faster than when it would in your with your mouth, like, suppository pills. I haven't tried this yet, but I will. No, it's, like, suppository. They, there's a reason, like, there's a whole classification of, in medicine of suppository, which means right. you showed up your ass. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to have to put some acid in my butt. I haven't done any. Well, with acid, if you hold Just it in your hand long enough, you'll you'll start tripping. But yeah. All right, I got a. Uh, I got a. <clears throat> I don't. You guys may or may not know um, what this is from. It was literally my childhood, and many of my friends. I'm not sure how old you guys are, but uh, here's some tips. Twenty two on... and twenty one. Oh, okay. I'm 21 I'm 27. And he's 22. Nice. I'm 20. No, I'm not 27. I'm drunk. That's what I'm. I'm 26. This is this might be a little bit before your guys' time, but back when flash animation ruled the internet, interactive flash animation websites, Homestar Runner. These are Strong Bad's tips on what to look for in slumber party food. The next thing to consider when going to a slumber party is the menu. Typical slumber party fare includes things like six-foot party sub, an exorbitant amount of pizza, and at least enough Skittles and red cream soda to make your spit hurt. But if you get over there and are like having a meal at a table and they're serving like chicken in a pan or some salad 
glass of milk to drink? You better start running. They're like having salad and a glass of milk to drink. You guys, do you guys know about Homestore Runner? Uh, my father informed me of it briefly. The only character he leaned on me was I. I my, I'm so spacey. I already forgot the character's name. The but the one that was just talking with the really gruff strong voice. Strong bad. Strong bad. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he answers he, like you could back in the day. You could send an email to Strong Bad, and they would make a whole cartoon based on your email. It was the shit, man. That was that was that was my childhood, bro. Uh, my strong childhood. Bad. My childhood largely consisted of Thomas the Tank Engine, which is how you know I'm autistic. I have since <laughs> moved on. I've since moved on to Hell on Wheels, which is a slightly more adult show about trains. <laughs> the difference Ooh. being, everyone's wearing suits and shooting people all the time instead of there being a dangerous you, uh, diesel engine. I don't, I don't want to put where you is, on the spot, but where does that? Where do you line up with the Trump train? Since we're talking trains. Uh, choo-choo all the way, motherfucker. You must be hungry. Fine. Here, have a taquito. No thanks. You gotta keep those refrigerated, taquito. I know, that's why I only eat the middle. Taquito, don't put that in your mouth, please. <laughs> that's what voting sounds like. <laughs> Is everything all right? It's only blood. It's just natural. <laughs> I'm not meant to live long. Poor boy. All right. Well, on that note, we should probably hit the hay. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I would never vote. And if you vote for Trump, you're probably racist. Right, Bird? Are you racist? Uh, I'm not racist, though. I will be voting for Joe Jorgensen. You come on voting. I'm voting for Kanye, man. Because I'm in Tennessee, so Trump's going to win anyways. Yeah, I'm voting for Kanye. The birthday party. Woo! Birthday party. Um, yeah. I, I'm just not voting. I'm just going to go to sleep and not wake up early. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I tell you Kanye West story? Absolutely. Okay, so the first year I went to Bonnaroo in Tennessee, the music festival they have out here, um, it, uh, Kanye West was one of the headliners. It was like... Uh, who? There was the lineup was great. Like a hundred out of the hundred artists, like fifty of them, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So when Kanye, like Kanye, like six years before, was the first time he was at Bonnaroo, and he he pissed everybody at Bonnaroo off because Pearl Jam got held up two hours coming on on stage, like in two thousand seven or six or whenever he was on before then. Yeah, Bonnaroo, yeah. and and he like threw some kind of tantrum, so Pearl Jam got held up by two hours. So the next, the second time he came, the first year I was there, everybody like there was like a, you know a hundred thousand people there, and you saw people all over the place with T-shirts that just said "fuck Kanye." And this was oh, back no. in yeah, this was back in uh, like I think it was twenty thirteen was the year if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Yeezus and, and, was really controversial. Yeah, and you, yeah, well, it, I don't, it wasn't really that the fuck, because like there was, I mean, you saw chicks with their tits out all over the place. There was drugs all over the place, like any kind of drug you wanted. This was back before the DEA found out about Bonnaroo, so it, it wasn't anything right. to do with controversy. 
It was more the fact that Kanye fucked over Bonnaroo last time he was there because he threw a tantrum and fucked up the lineup. Are you, uh, did you see that they're doing... Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, uh, I was probably about to distract from the main story. I'll let you finish. Well, yeah, uh, the bottom line is um, the fuck Kanye t-shirts were everywhere, but then there's the South Park episode, if you remember the fish sticks, where Kanye doesn't get the joke. He's a gay fish. Gay fish. He's a gay fish. You like fish sticks? You like putting fish sticks in your mouth? What are you, a gay fish? And it's like, (laughs) apparently everyone gets the joke except artist Kanye West. Well, at Bonnaroo, people had not only taken the time to print out hundreds of these fuck Kanye t-shirts, there were gay fish signs that people had on sticks in the audience. And it was like That's awesome. like Kanye, the South Park version of Kanye humping a fish or like Kanye's actual face on a fish. And there were those signs were all over, especially at the front of the crowd. And Kanye saw him and he threw a hissy fit at that show. It was I've never seen anything like it. It was pretty wild. It was on his Yeezus tour. It, yeah. was, it was why did I I forgot why I even I don't know. I, I, I can't even remember why Kanye, Kanye got brought up. No. Oh, voting for Kanye. Yeah, I'm voting for Kanye. That's what. That's what it is. Hell yeah! I was gonna go to Bonner. That's in uh, is that's around Manchester, Tennessee, right? I think yeah. the live yeah, event. Yeah, no, it's in Manchester. Have, have you ever been? Since so you've been around there before, then. If you know where Manchester uh, is, yeah. you've definitely been in Tennessee. Yeah, I've been through there. I was going to go to Bonnaroo this year because, like, we're in Virginia right now. We just landed here. But, you know, with all the COVID stuff, uh, Bonnaroo got canceled. Right. Um, it's live. I think it's live tomorrow on the Internet, though. Actually. What's live? Bonnaroo. Oh, well, the virtual version of it. I didn't know they were They're doing, doing that. a dumb COVID version. I just yeah, know all my YouTube. friends that bought, like, uh, tickets canceled. Like, they, they yeah. got the refunds or whatever. COVID's been fucking hard this year as far as, uh, like, anybody who works in the live entertainment sector or music. We just got off of a tour back in August where we were, we did 15 cities in 19 days. But it's the only tour I was able to do this year, and it was originally planned for, like, March. So Speak, While we, we're on the music topic, um, what's the best <laughs> yeah. way to link you guys? Because on our website, when I post the episode, I want to be able to link everybody to be able to find all, all the shit you guys are working on all your music and all that of course uh ascpresents.com is my website and that's always the best place to find me but as vizier v-i-z-i-e-r you can find me everywhere the music is apple music itunes spotify soundcloud is your name riley whatever yeah riley ASC okay, so riley Riley Locks and I've been uh, following you on Twitter for forever, but I was always confused about what the moniker was. Yeah, that makes okay, sense. Cool. Um, Vizier is just my rap name, but yeah, ASE Riley is kind of what I go by. ASE it's just because it bled in because like the R it ends that, but also starts the Riley. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what to yeah. call you when you came on. Uh, comedian Ryan Long calls me like Acer. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, so okay, so I, I don't know how, um, like, we had Patriot J on, and we've had some other musicians on. Um, I don't know how your copyright works or anything, but is there any, like, uh, song in particular or anything, if you're down, that you want me to play at the end of the episode or something so that people can hear something before I link to it? Yeah, sure. I'll uh I'll send you a link to it, but it's it's gonna be a song called Juiced Up. It's Juiced by up. me and 
my well, I guess it's a song I feature on. Uh, I have a musical project called Vizier and the Golden Witch with a friend of mine, a YouTuber, Digibro, who raps as Trials of the Golden Witch. So this will actually be a Trials of the Golden Witch song that I feature on, but uh, it's called Juiced Up, and I'll send that to you. Hell yeah. All right, so I I, I didn't mean to derail the, the food conversation with a um, Bonnaroo story about Kanye uh, and no why worries. I'm voting. For, that's it like literally like uh, like telling that story almost made me talk myself out of the fact that I'm voting for Kanye because that was Kanye right. back when he was like a drama queen. I feel like Kanye now is a different person, but um, I'm still voting for him. So fuck it. Um, like what could go I'll wrong? I'll definitely vote for Kanye. He's out Everybody there said the world right would end with Trump being industry. president and it's pretty much the same other than a bunch of people being butthurt. Yeah, that's true. Kanye is like fighting for independent artists right now. And he's yeah. the only billionaire I've ever heard say that a music industry record label uh, contract is a bad thing. So this can yeah, only go was, good uh, for me. Like last week, I think it was on Nick Cannon's podcast. Nick Cannon was like, You're, uh, people are accusing you of working for the Republicans or working for Trump to siphon Joe. Like they're paying you to siphon votes from Joe Biden. He's like, can't right. nobody pay me. I got more money than Trump. And it's like he right. fucking does. It does. It's true. <laughs> that canon class is dope. Yeah, yeah. Kanye's come a long way from like the 2013 yeah. uh, era of him for sure. Yeah, it, like people people remember him as like be, be president. Like the hold up, hold up. Sure. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But that's not like the Kanye I'm thinking of when I'm voting for him. I'm thinking of the Kanye that like is really like speaking truth to power. And, and you notice, like, back when he was doing that, they weren't saying, like, oh, he's mentally ill, he's mentally ill. But now when he's, like, challenging the corporate power structure, now he's, like, mentally ill. And I, I don't know. I I think it's just so disingenuous the way he's being treated. I agree. My grandmother and great-grandmother grew up working in, uh, well, the term at the time was insane asylums, but mental hospitals, um, where... At the time, it was horrific standards, but I would rather see it be a, more of a place to help, like, help the people who can't help themselves um, type of thing. Because there are a lot of humans. Oh, man, I got real sappy real quick. Um, <laughs> what's, what, uh, what are, what's sappy about humans? We're all humans. We are all humans. You are. Yeah, um, I feel like. A bird, though, like I, I'll do. Th <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Fuck, I chugging more beer. Dude, I'm out of beer. I'm gonna have to make myself a drink. Can you guys hold down the fort while I do that? Oh yeah, we can. Hey, bird, I want you to just go ahead and talk about your the first birthday you remember eating at, and what the cuisine was. The first birthday I remember eating at was when I was four years old, and what we had was it was at it was at a Chuck E. Cheese. Spilling things. No, no, it was at a Chuck E. Cheese. My cousin is has a birthday four days away from me, and so it was a joint birthday type affair. Ultimately, I don't mind celebrating my birthday because it's not about me. It's about celebrating with other people, the surviving of what we have all done. Um, but it was Chuck E. Cheese. It was very basic. There was pizza, just 
regular cheese pizza, regular pepperoni pizza. And so I just like most of your sentences have ended with <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know how to end sentences. <laughs> Best live stream I've ever been a part of. We gotta start live streaming more. It's like putting you on the spot. It's hilarious to see the consequence of. Cause like it's fine. Just say whatever you want. It's only live internet radio. I really have to pee. I'll be back shortly. You could have gone to the bathroom at any time. Don't give twenty-one-year-olds alcohol. They're not old enough yet. Holding down the forwards. Right now, I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> I just made a big old mess. Awesome. The other guy had to go to the bathroom. 21-year-olds are too young to drink. They just need to have gotten more practice. <laughs> this is my first time trying Rake of Vodka. Delightful. It is, and it is brewed in Iceland, filtered through fresh lava rocks from volcanoes, and made and brewed with Arctic spring water. Amazing! Did you hear that bird? He is drinking an Irish alcohol, an Irish uh, vodka point lava rocks. Oh, Iceland, Ice Icelandish. Yeah, Ice even better, because you know what Iceland did? What? Instead of arresting poor people, they arrested all the bankers. Okay, that's Fucked based. over their economy. That's awesome. What do you think of the Icelandic economy, Bird? I've never been to Iceland, but I think that all bankers should be jailed. Well, that's what that's Iceland did. They locked take. up the bankers. I uh, I will be back inside in a second. I'm outside pissing and smoking a cigarette. This is like the this is the bonus content that won't be in the actual episode that gets posted on Spotify and iTunes and all that. This will be the part yeah. where everybody takes a bathroom break. Cool. Yeah. Also, you have to forgive me because I've been live streaming since, uh, what time is it now? 9.30? I've been live streaming for seven and a half hours now, so I'm also kind of delirious. Yeah, that's big. I'd never do that. That's so epic. Bird, why don't I've you seen, live uh, stream? I, I don't know if you guys know who, like, TJ Kirk and Paul Zigo, like, the, the, dr the drunken peasants guys, or, the, like, the, now they do Deep Fat Fried. They I've are... watched them do a, you know who they are? I do. They're how I got into the internet, really, was the Drunken Peasants, and specifically Paul's ego. Paul's ego is a large influence on who I am. Yeah, I met oh, Bird because yeah. of the overlap from Drunken Peasants to the Nick Show fan base. Yeah, I haven't oh, fuck been yeah. caught yeah. up. So you, you, uh, TJ Kirk's been on uh, Rogan twice now. 
Really, I hope Rogan I, will have him back on. I hope so as well. Now that Rogan's living in Texas, they're a lot closer, so it wouldn't be as much of an issue. I, if I remember correctly, they're in Louisiana. Um, yeah, now they're. But yeah, they. I mean, they've they've done forty-eight hour long live streams, so ten hours is nothing. Uh, we had a friend who was on some of those live streams. Yeah, Alan Foster from a show called uh, Not for Human Consumption. That the first like two like hundred and twenty episodes of that show are like one of my favorite podcasts. But uh, he passed away at a like a big fan meetup. So. But yeah, he used oh, to man. work with the drunken peasants. Small world, small world, small internets, you know. We also know Larry from that Larry show. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So before we, um, before we wrap up with the food, because I, I just have a couple. Hell yeah. Well, I don't know. I can shelf them honestly. They're just clips of Alex Jones talking about how the food is poisoned. Oh, I love Alex Jones. That's a good idea. Man, by so, the way, this this Reka vodka is like the first vodka I've had in a long time that I can just sip on straight. Usually I don't like drinking vodka without a juice or something. I've been working with some uh, big bottle of cheap gin that I got on the hip hop tour. And very honestly, most of the time I just like to be sipping bookers. Um, my father gave it to me for my 21st birthday and it's, it's cask strength. So you really do have to be sipping it. Reka, right? Is it? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. Icelandic. I never tried it till right now. That's very interesting. How, oh man, cracked a bottle open. Like we, some of our episodes are kind of like this, where it's just like a hang with a couple clips, and then we've like some of our episodes we've done like uh, deep format stuff. We did stuff. like a M a what? Like a, like a deeper format, it's like studying stuff and bringing that in and. Yeah, like uh, the first episode we did was MK Ultra, and I literally went on the CIA.gov website and printed out like 30 pages of documents and then pulled a bunch of clips, <laughs> or like for the, the harp episode. Like, it, it, like usually, like just because I am kind of conspiratorial minded, that's like where I go deep into stuff. But like, with, with, I mean, I like weird food as a topic, but I just didn't know what to. I just didn't like I I like it's not my forte so I didn't know what to pull I didn't know what to really do with it. Initially, the reason I had a lot of issue with pulling clips was that the concept of weird food as a chef is a little hard to tackle because as a chef, part of the goal is to be eating everything all the time, being trying constant things. I didn't know what else to pick. I just picked weird food. I don't know. I like it. I know it's it's I honestly really like it because it's like. Our goal with the podcast was to be, um, you never know what you're going to expect episode to episode. So like, we, oh, like I, it's not like, it's not always a conspiracy topic, but that's just like what we're interested in. So that's usually what it ends up being. But like, I mean, we did a six hour long episode about beer. Have you done anything <laughs> you know? on like Waco yet? Like cult stuff? No, uh, we need to, um. Yeah, if, that's if, another, you ever have, if you ever decide to do that one, uh, that's the one you should invite Bird back for. I, uh, I've, I'm very interested in that type of stuff. The first road trip I ever took, I went to Waco, and because I'm a dumbass, I was $4 short of the entrance fee. And so I had to drive in, see the entire grounds, and drive out because it was $4. Minute. Yeah. 
There was a four dollar entrance fee to see Waco. The so the entrance fee is actually about ten dollars. Um, they don't receive any government Wait funding a minute, how for being old, a did, How old did you say you are? I'm twenty one. At the time, I was nineteen. Uh, but oh, I, so you're not talking about when Waco burnt down? No, no, I'm talking about the current oh, okay. property. I was yeah, like, there's when, like you would have been a baby. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Um, a lot of the reason I'm interested in this stuff is that it did happen while I was not very conscious of things, and there are incredible, there are injustices towards human. Like David Koresh was just a dude for the most part. Um, yeah, the mean, he might have been an idiot, but he didn't deserve for his whole congregation to be killed by the government. Absolutely. Um, the very re the recent Netflix epi uh, episodic of Waco, I think, um, it may not be completely accurate because no historical like docu-pics are that accurate, but um, in not being alive at the time, I was not aware of a lot of the things that happened, like specifically Koresh standing on top of the house and playing the guitar. Um, and I don't know, growing up, the, there are these very large abuses of government power that, because I'm from California, I look at it and go, well, the government must be doing things correctly. They're, they have infrastructure, they know what they're doing, but the only way I can really look at it is they can't. Um, I don't remember who it was, but very recently I saw a tweet that said to um, imagine that the government is doing the best they can right now, and that they're doing, they're doing the best to prevent everything that's happened, the riots and the protesting and just the destruction we're seeing, forest fires even, yeah. Uh, I saw a map that was um, it was covering it was showing where the forest fires were in comparison to Canada, and it's they just don't go up into Canada for some reason. And they don't go down to Mexico. Yeah, and it's directed energy it, weapons, bro. They can start fires with satellites. That's why the houses get melted and the trees around them are fine. Yeah. I'm back in now. If you want to just finish up with these food Alex Jones clips. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I would love to do this again because I've, I've I got plenty to say about uh, the whole Waco thing. One one quick comment on Waco. Actually, Absolutely. fuck this. I'm still on my phone. I'm gonna switch back to the mic. One second. Uh, one thing about Waco is you know the conspiracy theory that Bill Hicks faked his death and became Alex Jones. I had not been aware of that. No, is that? Oh, the what, whole Bill Hicks thing is thought there. It's it's bullshit, but it's like a big. It's been a meme for a long time. Uh, I don't know if you're. I'm a big fan of Bill Hicks. Always have been. So there's this uh, line of thought that Bill Hicks actually is Alex Jones, because they're both from Austin, Texas, and they look kind of similar and they have similar views and they knew some of the same people. And Alex Jones really got famous around the time that Bill Hicks uh, died. But the, the the easiest way to debunk that theory, which this won't mean much to you since you don't know about the whole Bill, Bill Hicks is Alex Jones thing. <clears throat> the way no, to debunk uh, that is that they both covered Waco. Bill Hicks was there covering Waco and talking shit about Waco, and so was Alex Jones. And even though they both look really similar around that era, they're not the same person because they were both there doing Alex or doing Waco coverage. Anyway... That ties us perfectly into Alex Jones on food. This is the ultimate secret. 
that's about to be exposed. Oh, dun, 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 dun. I have <laughs> hundreds of government documents, textbooks, white papers, where for over 80 years, the elite of the Western world have talked about adulterating food and water to sicken and sterilize the population for the purpose of eugenics. It's all covered in the book Ecoscience, written by the White House science czar John P. Holdren, where they talk about a planetary police state to carry out the forced sterilization. They also talk about covert systems in the water and food to sterilize the population. Now, this was written decades ago, before he was White House science czar. Now, suddenly, the stuff in this book is all over the news. They're selling it to the public as if it's a good thing. You see here before you what an average person would buy when they went shopping at the store. <laughs> so in the video of this, Alex Jones is sitting there with like fucking white bread and like Diet Coke and just a bunch of fucking junk food all around his desk. And he's like, this is what the average person would buy at the store. But he's right. And this he is, is right. old school. It's old school Alex Jones, too. Fuck yeah. They're selling the poor it to the people public is stupid. as if it's a good thing. You see here before you what an average person would buy when they went shopping at the store. Not everything here is bad for you, but much of it has compounds and artificial chemicals that have been added that are extremely toxic and bad for your health. And they have known this the entire time and they have approved them for use. So then after this, he goes into a bunch of different uh, examples. First one being aspartame, which is horrible, horrible for you. But as he says, is in everything. So when when you guys, just because I'm conspiratorial minded already, right. talked about weird foods, this was the kind of weird foods I thought of. Let's start with aspartame. I should have brought it for that. You cannot go to the grocery store now and buy any type of even regular sugar gum that hasn't had aspartame added to it. In the 1970s, Searle tried to get it approved and they couldn't. It took them three separate times because in their own studies with monkeys, large portions of them that were fed it died and contracted cancer. Now we have mainstream news articles and the EU has done a major study finding lower birth weights, early birth and yes, miscarriages from women that drink aspartame-laden soft drinks like Coke Zero. What is aspartame? It is the fecal matter of the E. coli bacteria. They took it and genetically engineered it. They can feed it toxic waste, and then it defecates aspartame. And it has so many bad health effects, it's just unspeakable. That's actually 100% provably correct. Aspartame like everybody kind of inherently knows aspartame is not good for you. But what right. they don't know is that it is the fecal matter of the E. coli, which, you know, like anytime E. coli gets into uh, the chicken or the salads, there's a giant recall. It happens almost every year nationwide. So why would you want your sweetener to be the fecal matter, biological waste of genetically modified E. coli, because that's what aspartame is and where it's synthesized from. In my experience, the people I've seen drink aspartame are the people in my family who would like to vote for Joe Biden. And to me, that means that aspartame is 
a negative drug and you should not be taking it. You should only be drinking water and eating vegetables and fruits. The way, <laughs> the, I agree. And the way Joe Biden talks, he's probably been on aspartame for a while. Well, Let's just go ahead. So, here's a here, here's Alex on Mac, McDonald's. Let's just go ahead and move away from aspartame and talk about McDonald's and chicken McNuggets. Now, I remember a decade ago or so <laughs> reading health advisories oh, claiming good. that a form of plastic uh, that's used in silly putty, basically a type of silicone, was in the chicken McNuggets, but also in many other TV dinners and other foods. It is illegal in every other nation in the world to add these chemicals to the food, but it's not in the United States. The big secret is all of this was done by design by the FDA. Look at all the drugs they've approved, and then it comes out later that they knowingly approve them when these drugs are causing heart attacks and cancer. See, that's why I don't eat food. <laughs> In the Nuremberg trials, it came out that the Nazis were adding sodium fluoride to the water supply in the labor camps and death camps to make the population more docile and controllable. There had been hundreds of university studies before Hitler even came to power. This is a form of forced medication. They admit that one part per million of sodium fluoride more than doubles the chance of bone cancer in boys and men. Yeah, I'm wholly against putting chemicals in the water because a section of the population is viewed as needing the chemicals in the water. If those people need the chemicals, just give them the chemicals. But it, we live. it's considered a conspiracy theory now that the that China did it in, in their gulags, that Russia did it in the, the Soviet Union to dumb down the population, that China or not that China that uh, that Hitler did it in Germany that to uh, put putting fluoride in the water to lower the IQ and make people more docile and make them live less longer. And you always hear hippies go like, yeah, man, fluoride calcifies your pineal gland. I don't know about that, but I do know that, like Alex said, in the Nuremberg uh, trials, it came out in court documents that they were putting fluoride in the water. China did it. Russia did it. And they all yeah, did it when they were rounding so, people up and killing them. So why the fuck is the United States doing this? And why did Knoxville, Tennessee, where I live real close to, when the, and a couple other counties in the United States— when the county voted to remove fluoride from the water, why did the federal government step in and say, no, you're keeping it in there? Well, exactly. Where I grew up in San Marcos, California, uh, there was a motion on the ballot to put fluoride specifically in the water. And though Wait, to put time, it in I, or to take it out? To put it in. Or, what the uh, fuck? Yeah, it was uh, San Marcos is a very insular community that hasn't really yeah, been affected. Finish. I'm going to let you finish, bud. Um, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the best record of all time. Exactly. So there was a measure when I was about 16 years old that said uh, we should put fluoride in the water. And at the time, I hadn't done a lot of research into fluoride, and so I had argued with a a, a hippie woman, like you had described, about why a random picture she had posted was not actually fluoride that they were putting in the water. It was uh, some other chemical compound that. Uh, more or less was it wasn't just fluoride and because of my young naive 16 year old Californian brain I figured well they must only be putting fluoride in the water and that's a, a big issue with growing up in California is you develop a trust in the government as opposed to uh, the social contract of it all whereas 
like we are all self-assuring our own continuance um a lot of my family has an issue with uh the feeling of safety and that safety is the first and foremost thing but i feel that no matter what no matter what you do you you are unsafe there is no method of safety and the only thing you can do to alleviate that for the people around you at least in my case is to cook good food and really just cook good food tell people about it make a cocktail every now and then personally my favorite Hell yeah, cocktail dude, that's uh you're you're speaking my language absolutely what's your favorite cocktail for example oh god um <clears throat> well let me let me run you down I'll, I'll try to make this as quick as possible the first time i ever had cocktails my buddy ruffner had turned 21 and Absolutely. I wasn't, I hadn't, I had never really drank any, I, I really wasn't drinking at all when I was uh, 21 around that, like a, m a couple months ahead of him. So we took I him to the restaurant ours. and we ordered everything on the menu that seemed ridiculous, which pissed the bartenders off. We all ended up working at this restaurant later on, which makes it even more funny. But we ordered the surfer on acid. We ordered um, liquid what is cocaine. A surfer on acid? Oh man! I don't know what what, how you make any, any of that because I was never a bartender, but he was later. So if he was here, he could tell you. But surfer on acid, liquid cocaine, liquid marijuana, just all the like most ridiculous shit on the drink menu that we could. On my twenty-first birthday, the first thing I tried to order was a flaming Dr Pepper because I'd heard about it in a in a Hannibal Burris bit, I believe. Um, he mentioned. Are you aware of the movie drama. Hot Rod? I'm not. He get, orders a flaming Dr. Pepper, drops the shots in, and he goes, boom, there's the flavor. <laughs> so, oh, boom, there's the flavor. See, thankfully, before I had my 21st birthday, I had a 21st birthday celebration in which we drove up. We were living in Twin Falls, Idaho at the time, and we drove up to Boise, Idaho, to just generally be around, record things, longboard. That's my type thing. And on the way back, we were trying to find someone who would take a shot with me. I had a very large bottle of beef eater gin, which is good, <laughs> but it's very London dry and not a whole lot of other flavors like you would I don't find like in gin. Wait, can we do a sidebar real quick before you finish Absolutely. this? What's the deal with gin? Like, I always hear people say, like, the good thing about gin is you don't, people won't smell the alcohol on your breath. Is there another good thing uh, about <laughs> gin besides that? Because gin, like, to me, tastes like ass. Gin definitely, uh, it does kind of taste like ass and rubbing alcohol, but the 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 real interesting part about gin, um, if you look at things like Bombay Sapphire, they have a very unique way of distilling the gin. I work uh, at a liquor store and we sell a lot of that. Yeah, it's one of the most popular gins there is. Personally, I really like big gin, which is, um, so the way they make gin, or at least the way I'm aware they make Bombay, is that they will distill the grain spirits out from the juniper. And then they'll have the grain spirits, and they will hold the grain spirits under, or I'm sorry, above a random mix of flavors that they have. Spot, uh, the reason I have a lot of issue with Bombay is it's like six different flavors slammed into one juniper drink. Uh, the reason I like Big Gin mm. is because uh, Big Gin is just juniper, black pepper, and I think, I, I don't think it's holly. I don't remember the third one, but it's... Um, the the reason Bombay applies to a lot of or appeals to a lot of people rather is that it is 
just it, it tastes like rubbing alcohol to me but if you it, it should be a sipping whiskey or whiskey there i go gin it should be a sipping gin because um the way they do it is i already said the way they do it there i go again but specifically the way bombay does it is they evaporate their essential oils from the things they're trying to get in it with bombay i believe it's lemon peel star anise and uh birds of paradise is another one i that was the first time i'd ever seen birds of paradise used in a meaningful liqueur in any way but um gin specifically appeals to me because i was a big fan of sweeney todd growing up uh it's a play in which a, a barber seeks revenge that's that's the point of the play the barber seeks revenge i haven't seen it live but i have seen the john depp version that is the version i think of whenever i jump to it i had him type shit um but the um part of the reason i find that movie so interesting is a mix of things um in the 1850s in london a and even now in london like arguably even now in london it um meat is so expensive nowadays because meat is the lifeblood of how people live we should all just be eating meat like i made the joke about jordan peterson but like meat is how we survive as a species uh the soylent green is people thing feels like it's coming chicken mcnuggets exactly chicken mcnuggets are just a <laughs> bunch of pink slime that don't mean anything um i was i was raised in an in, an, in a bit of an odd situation culturally and food illy i'll say um my mother just wanted to eat chicken nuggets all the time because it was easy to provide for us however my father on two days a week would bring us whatever weird food he had seen from the restaurant he worked at at the time and we would get to eat that uh whenever i think about that i immediately jump back to i believe it's a type of brazilian chicken that is made with both chili powder and cocoa powder and the only memory i have of it is being seven year olds years old thinking it was disgusting and uh in a very similar way to the first time i tried venison i now look back on it and think well i can taste things now and appreciate the weird little nuances in food i'm sure i would appreciate that now as opposed to me being seven and trying it um but that is uh the the curse of being a 21 year old is you're constantly realizing why you think the way you think things <laughs> uh cycles um but if i had to go for a pure sipping alcohol it would either be booker's gin which is a london dry gin it comes with a little bowler hat on top of it or i said booker's yeah. gin broke broker's gin broker's gin or Booker's bourbon. It's a Kentucky bourbon. Uh number 3 specifically, it's Granny's batch. It was given to me by my father. And so it's it, very So you, gin for you is the best one to sip on of all the liquors. Uh yeah, if I ha uh well so they're all good to sip on, but if I had to have a personal choice it would be gin. Um hmm. not necessarily sapphire or Bombay sapphire is what I meant to say. Or Though, any kind of like it's just weird for me because Maybe I've just have had the wrong type of gin because gin is my least favorite liquor. I like whiskey. I like scotch. I like uh, vodka. Honestly, I usually can only drink with juice, but this rake of vodka I'm drinking on tonight is pretty fucking good by itself. Like, I haven't even had to have a mixer. But, like, most, like, gin to me is, like, awful. 
<laughs> I was raised, yeah, I, w I was raised, I'll say, very European in that from the age of six, I was allowed to taste sips of beer and wine and like cocktails and crap like that. Um, right. And so the reason I tend towards gin, but uh, this applies towards nice bourbons and whiskeys as well, is uh, with gin, it is a clear liquor, but it tends to be, it tends to have a lot of other flavors in it that you can't necessarily see like you can in a bourbon or a whiskey where the color and the flavor comes from the air, the barrel it was raised in, the barrel it was aged in, rather. Um, right. Gin specifically appeals to me. Uh, I was mentioning Sweeney Todd. Um, there is a moment in which the, uh, uh, the, the Sweeney Todd and the pie woman he's living with uh, adopt a young kid who has been enslaved by a man named Pirelli. And Pirelli has just been forcing this kid to wear a wig and pretend he has long hair all the time. And eventually it gets to the point where it's talking about uh, just general how London is at the time in the middle of the Industrial Revolution. And the only thing he has to really force himself to go to sleep as like a 12-year-old ch child. And I think ultimately in the play, he's the only person that does survive. Um, but he to force himself to sleep because of growing up in the workhouses and that type of shit. He is, he just drinks gin. And, uh, there's a point where Mrs. Lovett, the pie maker and the woman in charge of things comes in, and says, well, here, you can have a shot of gin, I guess. And he goes, leave the bottle. And it's, uh, the most based thing I've ever seen a 12 year old do. Like, give me that whole bottle of gin. Um, but, uh, that's just a, an odd musical. Um, gin appeals to me for a lot of different, for the similar reason that food appeals to me. There are uh, many different facets of uh, what a lot of people might call weird and indecisive, like uh, little flavors you can't taste. Cumin specifically is a hard one to taste. Um, I love cumin. I working in the food service industry, um, all the recipes that called for cumin and even ones that didn't call for it, I would just dump that shit in there because it makes everything taste so good in my opinion. Uh, but cumin tastes a... good to me. Gin tastes like I'm sucking on uh, somebody's butthole. So I guess it's all preference, right? You, you can't... Yeah. In smelling, so in smelling it, I can definitely understand that gin does smell like rubbing alcohol. Um, and I understand that part of it. Uh, a man once told me that uh, clear liquors are for women, and it's like, well, gin has most of the same aspects that a bourbon or a whiskey does. It's just clear about it. They still infuse the same different flavors. It's just not wood. Um, and with the Booker's, I was speaking of, the Booker's is interesting because there's initially a very harsh front to it that tastes like straight up smoke. But if you only take a small sip, as in two or three drops, you can really taste the vanilla behind it. And uh, uh, in getting it, initially, I tried to take a shot of it, and that's just a uh. bad idea. Uh, <laughs> I I have known people that will just down bottles of bourbon, uh, like Booker's specifically, which is cask strength and 60% alcohol. And that just seems like uh, the beef eater thing I was telling you about. I took a whole swig of gin that was about 10 seconds long and then just blacked out about it. But So you retarded? Do... Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh I'm a small brain. I really only know how to deal with what is directly in front of me. Um, well, it's, it's like drink, drinking that much gin at once just made me have to play that clip. 
oh yes, I had quite a few people uh, message me concerned about my safety at the time, and I, uh, well, so I have this thing where I come from the blood of alcoholics, uh, a bunch of Germans, a bunch of Poles, and a bunch of Scots. I come from land down under. Wait, land down uh, under is like the one spot that that... I'm fucking drunk, dude. Don't mind me. No. I'm it's okay, I'm three, three beers in. You gotta be by six by the end of this. Well, I am ten beers in and some vodka. It, uh, it does astound me that you've been doing this for ten hours. I, uh, very personally, even though I like food and I like talking about food, uh, when I'm put on the spot about things, it tends to be a little bit difficult. Well, how about this? Uh, so how about this? this? In the seventies, I had, I was fucking twenty five fat girls to get them to go get diet pills. All the fat girls in town was over at my house. <laughs> I said, "Baby, go on over there and get them pills now. And come on back over here." And I mean, I had all the fat women in town bringing me speed in the seventies till they cut that out. You know, in about seventy three, Noah, Noah, you couldn't get no diet pill. Chicken yeah! McNuggets. Ah. Uh... I've never taken a diet pill personally. I find no need to. I I haven't taken any diet large. pills, but uh, five minutes in Adderall are pretty cool, allegedly. See the issue. The issue I have with Adderall is I take Adderall and I just feel like a regular person, uh, and I feel like I could function. And the thing about feeling like you could function is that's scary. You want to feel like you can't function. You want to feel like you can do nothing. You, the only thing you can do if you're in my shoes is cook. Look at the people you're around, smile at them, and go, ah, your music's good. It looks like you're having a good time. Ah, nothing but good times to be had around here. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I've, I've, kept, I've kept you guys long enough. Let me, uh, let me get the last uh, weird food clip in, which is G Alex Jones talking about GMO foods and how apparently meat is cloned or some shit like that. Did you know for many years the American people have been eating cloned beef and pork, and now they're <laughs> expanding out into other forms of meat? Let's look at salmon first. Major university studies conclusively have proven that the type of genetically modified salmon that is actually a cross-species, they've mixed other uh, animal genes in with it, that when this fish is introduced with wild, natural salmon, within 40 generations, all the natural salmon are extinct and the FDA approved this. And That's they're going true. to allow it to be released into the wild that isn't even a salmon. It is a cross-species chimera. It is a mixture like something out of the island of Dr. Maru, something out of a nightmare. Ah, see, I prefer regular salmon, sockeye specifically, but uh, I visited Yellowstone as a young child and I realized that the fish they're just trying to replace the ones that are already there, the rainbow trout. That's what they call them at Yellowstone. Those are the specific species of fish. Are those genetically modified rainbow trout or regular? They're regular rainbow trout. The, uh, or, I apologize. The genetically modified ones are actually the ones that have been implanted into Yellowstone. The ones that are natural to Yellowstone are the cutthroat trout. I, I misspoke. The cutthroat trout are... Well, they taste delicious enough that they've been hunted towards near extinction. Chicken um, McNuggets. Exactly. Everyone just wants to be eaten the cutthroat trout, so they've genetically engineered chicken nuggets to taste exactly like cutthroat <laughs> trout. <laughs> I'm four beers in, and none of this makes sense to me, but it's starting to make sense. 
<laughs> More than 85% of the corn now consumed in the United States, and it's also starting to trend that way in Europe and Canada, is genetically engineered. It grows its own pesticide uh, within the corn kernels so that insects won't eat it. If the insects can't eat this and live, what do you think is going to happen when lab rats or humans eat it? We have literally hundreds of studies showing that not just Monsanto's, but other major GMO companies' corn. <laughs> I like how you called it Monsanto's instead of Monsanto. Uh, I believe he was referring to the ownership of the specific corn genetics. Uh, I don't know a lot about corn, but as we mentioned earlier with the rice, the, the rice is made by the Chinese to make you eat plastic bags. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite uh, website idea I've ever come up with is www.corn.com. And what exactly could I find on www.corn.com? www.corn.com slash Monsanto's, but other major GMO companies' corn, and that's the majority of corn we're now eating today in the United States, has been linked to organ failure in lab animals. The studies also show massive increases in sterility in rats and guinea pigs. He's, I mean, factually, he's accurate on a lot of that, but he jumps to some conclusions that I'm not well aware enough to know. I mean, this is old school Alex Jones. This is like, you know, 1999 Alex Jones. But I mean, as I've said, I was raised as a Libby commie cuck in California. So I don't know a lot about Alex Jones. I was I was raised to think he was the devil. Just like Can I give you a cookie. But, uh, no, no cookies for me, oh, please. Thank you. Oh, Alex cookies. <laughs> oh. My dad raised me on Alex Jones when 9-11 happened in when I was seven years old in 2001. I, within a week, uh, Never was raised to know that it was an inside job perpetrated by our government. See, I uh, I was two at the time, so I don't exactly remember 9-11. But anytime I hear about the fact that uh, the people who were alive at the time the in elementary school, they got brought in to watch it happen after the first plane already went in. It's like, why? 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 Why do you want to make people see the fall like specifically why do you want to make eight to 12 year olds see the falling of a building that's unnecessary yes, trauma that they are it is. On to... well it's necessary trauma if you consider the fact that public schools are brainwashing facilities luckily i know literally everything there is to know about getting pussy i know literally everything there is to know about getting pussy as well as public schools you see my grandmother was my preschool teacher and uh she raised me very quickly to have a distrust in the system. The the system is only there to make your creative self disappear from the world. It's only there to <laughs> make you hate everything that there is. Yourself is only what you believe it to be. Uh, the, the, the cooking of it all, the wanting to make jambalaya or the wanting to make uh, crepes, for example, if you're a fucking <laughs> French bastard. It only spawns from the fact that you want to make the people around you happy and you want them to enjoy the food you enjoy. Though, very realistically, many chefs enjoy all food, and so the disconnect between what kind of food do I enjoy personally versus what kind of food would they enjoy privately is the thing. We're going to be getting uh, you knee-deep in some gash. Knee-deep in some gash. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love to be knee-deep in Reopen that 9-11 investigation. What really happened there? 
as a as a man who slept through half of Cheney until the movie got depressing and was actually about real life, um, Cheney is one of the best movies that has ever existed and exposes the real terrorism between our government. Uh, uh, that, uh, Cheney. I, that movie was fun. I love Sam Rockwell. He was hilarious as Bush in that movie. Uh, yes. But that Steve uh, Carell Cheney. was Rumsfeld, correct? That I thought he did a great job. That movie was called nice. Vice, right? Yeah, he was. Vice. It was I Vice. I have it on DVD. I'm trying. I think it was called Vice. But no, uh, the the problem with that movie is it completely whitewashes how crazy it was. See, for example, I was not a, please. Uh, I wasn't alive at the time. They 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 that movie is fair in the assessment of how the tragic events were capitalized on. They clearly show how it, they like started wars because of it. But there's certain very key details that they leave out. And I could go on for, like I said, five hours about these details. But let's start with the fact that never in history have planes crashed and the black boxes that record all the audio and the flight trajectories just disappear. Been not black boxes are specifically made. They're to, Yes, they they cannot be undis, unfindable. Precisely. So four four planes crashed the first time in history. A plane wasn't. Re- the black box wasn't recovered. And yet terrorist passports wind up on the streets of Manhattan below unscathed from the explosions. And then those terrorists, some of them, not all of them, but some of those terrorists wind up alive in other countries. See, I was not aware of any of this. If they were on the plane that crashed in the World Trade Center, why are they still alive? And then... There's the fact that Donald Rumsfeld, and this was what really pissed me. I Vice was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Christian Bale was great. I love Sam Rockwell as Bush. It was a great movie. But there's certain things that they left out where it's like, hmm, maybe you should have included the fact that Dom, Donald Rumsfeld on September 10th, 2001, the day before 9-11, was live on C-SPAN saying, hmm, uh, the Pentagon can't account for $2.1 trillion. We lost it. Sorry, American taxpayers. And do you know and and do you know what part of the Pentagon blew up the next day, even though the Pentagon somehow didn't have any video footage of the plane hitting it? The accounting. The accounting wow. wing of the Pentagon. Hmm. So yeah, mm. it, anyways, I a whole episode of 9-11's coming. And Vice was a great movie, but it was a whitewash. It's kind of like um it's kind of like making a movie about how JFK was doing really good things and then he got killed, but then not acknowledging the fact that the CIA was who killed him. Well, that's essentially eleven twenty two sixty three by Stephen King. It's uh, yes. Yes. JFK, was which was good. President. It was good. It was. I finished reading it recently, and the one of the bigger things that stands out to me is that uh, everything runs in cycles. The, the very basic thing we're taught as ch- uh, children, that uh, history repeats itself. History repeats it itself, of course it does. It's a very basic thing that we all know. We we all have watched history repeat itself, and even if we're not students of history necessarily, we can see it go. Uh, there are, uh, for example, uh, there is the rise and fall of, even starting earliest as far as I can remember, the Alexandrian Empire, the, uh, the, the, the burning of the Library of Alexandria. And... Uh, from there, we lost all of our knowledge at the time, and there was what we consider to call the Dark Ages, because England called it the Dark Ages. We don't really know necessarily what was happening all at the time, or at least I don't really know what was happening at the time. 
uh, I uh, the 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 Bill Wirtz video, uh, the entire history of Japan and the entire world comes to mind. Of I like those. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, they're very good. Uh, very often, I wish I could just uh, disconnect and do silly videos like that. But the issue is, I, uh, um, yeah, you you follow my Twitter. You've seen that I'm a fairly uh, uh, attractive person. Uh, I don't like to consider myself such, but uh, other people. I don't have think heard I've seen an me. actual picture of you. I just think I've seen the. Uh... Uh, then perhaps I'm making a mistake and not uploading as many pictures of myself as I should be. Uh, yeah, dude, send me send me those nudes. Uh, before oh, absolutely! I, before I uh, before I forget, um, you you um, you just made a comment about the Library of Alexandria. Let me run this theory by you, because I honestly Please would do. be down for doing a whole episode about this because it's such an interesting topic. Please, the I believe that there are controllers of the world. I don't think we get the full picture of history. Um, I think that there are certain things that are. Like, you, you know, history is written by the victor. Or as George Orwell Absolutely. said, he who controls the present controls the past. He who controls the past controls the future. I I buy, I, I think that shit's true. So, hear me out. What if the Library of Alexandria wasn't burned? What if so, the elite oh, controllers... Dude. What if the elite controllers took all that shit for themselves and then just wrote down in the history books that it was burned. What I, um, this is conspiracy brand thing. I know you mentioned you were conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist type of thing, but <laughs> you sound almost as drunk as I am. I'm uh, about four beers deep. I'm not quite at six yet, but I'm about as drunk as you are or however drunk that might be. The point being, <laughs> um, I believe that the, uh, the Catholic church and the burning of the library of Alexandria, they uh they they took all the books that they didn't want the 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 future people to know their knowledge about the the Greek fire Greek fire still remains a mystery to this day no one really knows how you make Greek fire or anything like that but I would guarantee in the catacombs of the the Vatican it's definitely exactly the same thing they <laughs> have the recipe for Greek fire they have everything they have what we're looking for the Catholics are just hiding it all from us. Fuck yeah, dude! I totally agree, man. Uh, are are you guys? I know you you guys are on the road now, which is cool. I'm kind of envious about that. But uh, sometime in the near future, you guys are down to come back down and and tackle a topic and do this again? Because I've had a lot of fun. Absolutely, I've um I've had to uh, fight through myself, convincing myself that I'm not having a lot of fun. And honestly, <laughs> most of that is just is, is just drinking enough to convince yourself that you are having a lot of fun. At this point, I'm just screaming into the microphone, essentially. Um, uh, no, I'm, dude. I've, yeah, you got. Uh, you have. Ding, ding, ding. Um, ding, 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 ding. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bird, great Bird. meeting you, bro. It was great to meet you. I apologize. I'm the worst. Where's Mister? Where's Mister Riley? I'm I'm Chris. Chris, sir, seat sitter uh, in the no agenda circles. Chris sitter in the no agenda. Let me call for Riley. Riley. Chris is good. Chris is good. Chris is good. Say goodbye. Hey, I'm here to say goodbye. Goodbye. It looks like you're having a good time. I can't hear anything. Did you have a good time tonight? Yes, it was amazing. This is a great show. 10 out of 12. <laughs> 10 out of 12. The best podcast I've ever been on. Everybody, if you need to find Bird, 
I keep saying bird dog uh, because it's the, the whiskey flavor bird dog whiskey we have. 2020. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know bird dog. Bird dog knows me well. Uh, bird dog, what? It's uh, bird what? Bird stork? Bird dog. Bird stork. S T O R C. B I R D. Spelled in the traditional sense. That's bird stork. And bird stork on Twitter at S. Ass Riley. Uh, for for Riley. Riley. Uh, you can actually find <laughs> Riley jerk. at uh, VA based rapper, I believe. Let me double check to make sure that's correct before I sign off with it. Uh, I believe it's VA based rapper. I'm Bird Stork, S T R C, so you can find me relatively easily. All the links to find all of that will be in the show notes. Bird Stork. Bird Stork, ASC Riley, rapper, ASC Riley, and his SoundCloud and his music and the links to their Twitters and anything else they feel I left out because I won't be posting this episode for a day or two. But if you're hearing it live, you already know about it. That's all going to be in the show notes. I'm going to play some music and Bird and Riley. Um, if you guys want to pop back in here in the next half hour or so, I will be here playing music. We can chit chat some more, but I'm going to end the episode right now. And God Absolutely. bless America. God bless America. Hell yeah. Stop like what? I don't give a fuck, like I don't need a nut, like I don't need a buck. Smoked up, like I don't give a fuck, like I don't need a gun, like I don't need a run. Juiced up, like I don't give a fuck, like I don't need a nut, like I don't need a buck. Smoked up, like I don't give a fuck, like I don't need a gun, like I don't need a run. So relaxed, I'm slack enough to rap. Fuck the stats, I'm here to trade the slap. Smack me back, my ass made eat a rasp. Bad girl, badass, breaking bed with nasty crass motherfuckers who really hate people. I keep them from going postal on anything but a beat roll. I keep them from losing their goddamn minds. They don't need rhymes, they need the sounds of their kind. My visions are the road signs. Everything I write is like a boomerang. Throw it in the heat and catch it like it's just a cold thing. Say it like I knew it all along because I know things. I make how I flow because I know it gets you floating. Put my bread in. Butter is the skin, so Kubrick stare. I've got the eyes, I've got the glare. And if you stare enough, it leads you deep into the dark. I live like this, so I don't have to larp. I hit the lighter and I spark another landscape into mandates of the cottage industry. I built on Interstate 93 in my brain. My train of thought just rides along the synapse that I bought for sale on Craigslist. Wrote the second that I bent it, but it's still better at thinking than you've gotten at pretending. You're interested in being led. I'm interested in spending. You're interested in feeling spent. I'm interested in trending. Don't want you riding on my wave. I want you interesting. I surf it in the way you play, so do what you do best, kid. And shake the earth until I've got a tidal wave worth cresting. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, I don't need a nut, like, I don't need a buck. Smoked up, like, I don't give a fuck, like, I don't need a gun, like, I don't need a run. Juiced up, like, I don't give a fuck, like, I don't need a nut, like, I don't need a buck. 
smoke gun light I don't give a fuck light I don't need a gun light I don't need a run Juice up like what? Juice up, juice up like what? Juice up like what? Juice up, juice up like juice up like Hennessy on take three. Juice up like OJ. I'm guilty of no things except some pill popping, drunk driving, those things. Beat you into some pulp, pull out your nose ring. Left leakings, no result. Grim Reaper sows kings. I don't give a fuck like you do about the movie cuties. I don't need a nut, cause unlike you, I always got a booty. Don't need a buck. Spin a band on a hoodie and a double weed. Smoked up like a truck with too much heat. I don't give a fuck like a virgin. Repeat. I don't need a gun, but I have one for fun I don't need a run, but I will You cannot run the sun That's me lastly, you'll not out Boomerang raps, it loops everlasting Boomerang yeah. raps, it loops everlasting Juiced up like I don't give a fuck Like I don't need a nut Like I don't need a bug Smoked up like I don't give a fuck Like I don't need a gun Like I don't need a run Juiced up like I don't give a fuck Like I don't need a nut Like I don't need a bug Just a little thick Smoke clouds all around you The way you're smiling makes me sick Knowing I'll let down you Beautiful and smart as hell Heaven surely misses I see you when I go to sleep And we share blissful kisses And I see the way you move your head to music I'm falling even deeper, hide my mind or I may lose it I promise that the chilly night air meets your legs bare Reaching for the bowl you pack It's so dark, it's so dark Could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? No. Even in the places where I can't see other faces I find traces of the things that they were putting all their faith in As I feel around, never touching down But sensing something like a feather falling toward a fountain Sounding lightness in the solid steel So I can build another thing I said I shouldn't hold a vision for the raging bones of seas I'm a law on my knees and begging hearts to never freeze Even if I float along the breeze I never want to see It's so dark It's so dark It's so dark Could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? It's so dark, it's so dark, could we ever make it? I can't understand. Lab 
Facts and logic, all your politics and arguments About the things you meant, it ain't nothing to do with it All of your tripping shit is what I'm pissing in the wind You see the grin, that means you win today And all you had to say was, hey, I see you gray You know the way I like it, because I said it in the song Pass around the bong, or better yet, I'm dabbing something strong Tell me what you wanna see me on I can't be a judge, plug me in and watch me rub my hands together Generate a sludge and slap it on the keys You said you like to read a little then the things will read between my lips and your lips if you like having fun kinda drunk might just say something I way too fucked about the things I want done Jesus forgive a slut I've never really had a lapse in logic what a lapse of a logic raps over logic bro well logical I got audacity the doubt tenacity to go pow and swing it on the detractors I run like I was born for it and so in life I have factored all around the sound of laughter and claps sir I'm black sir to the white cops see I'm an actor raised by black folks you wouldn't understand I'm vocal about my sin of sins and hopeful about my dinner plans so hopeful peaceful dissidents America this isn't chance goes against what it all to be was meant fuck who Biden the Trump represents fuck who they represent there is no common sense left in the commoner's sense not in the commoner's sense George Bush got elected twice everybody's dumb what you